Welcome to Mature Allure, where we highlight the experiences and perspectives of women in midlife. I'm your host, Sherry O. Today, I'm so excited. I have Karen Vick with me. And um, Karen, if you could go on, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So thank you very much for inviting me on your show, uh, Sherry. This was um, a pleasant surprise. And as I mentioned before, it's my first um, interview of this kind you know, on a podcast. And um, I am Karen Vick, the founder of Island Design Studio, which does business as guiding brands. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. I am the mother of one um, adult child and um, sister to eight siblings. I'm the last of nine. Yeah. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My parents were busy. My parents are busy. And um, I was the surprise of the bunch. I mm-hmm. uh, being the ninth one. And um, I you might hear this uh, when I get excited. You'll hear it come out. Maybe my accent. I'm originally from Jamaica and mm-hmm. I reside in South Florida. Oh, OK. Nice. Yeah. I familiar yeah. South Florida. Used to live there myself. So, OK. OK. You know, no, it's nice and you- warm. Where are you now? Oh, I'm in Atlanta, outside of okay. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I was just yeah. there a few weeks ago. <laughs> it's nice. It's very, yes. very nice. It's cold today, though. It is cold. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love having women like yourself, Karen, on because um, in midlife, a lot of women are thinking of new things. They either want to branch out, do a side business, or they want to start a new business. And digital marketing is very, very important. And what mm-hmm. you do, you're a digital marketing strategist. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. What you do is you do digital marketing. So tell us a little bit more about, you said guiding brands. That you, it operates as? Well, Island, Island Design Studio is the parent company and okay. um, we do business as guiding brands. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So tell us a little bit about guiding brands. So um, Guiding Brands actually uh, evolved or uh, materialized a little over a year ago. I've been operating as Island Design Studio since 2007, and um, that was born out of just my constant desire to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I I tell everybody it's in my blood. My parents um, were entrepreneurs themselves. And um, also this passion for helping people, you know, uh, helping businesses, small business owners um, represent themselves, show up in the, you know, in the, in their space and um, do it well. And um, guiding brands actually uh, came about after five years of going, I went back into corporate America for five years and um I actually initially said it was going to be two. It turned into five and I was just ready. I was just ready to, to, to go back out on my own full time. And out of that experience, I saw where I am actually a guide because I'm a, a teacher at heart as well. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so whatever it is that I do in service to my clients comes with um, thought and um, a guidance along the way. And so that's that's where it materialized a little over a year ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's nice. Um, mm-hmm. I can understand that entrepreneur at heart. You know, that's, 
I've been in and out of having my own businesses too. So yes, I yes. completely understand and agree. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the services that you offer yes. your clients? Yeah. So we provide a wide range of services, um, starting with web design <clears throat> and um, uh, branding, brand strategy, and um, moving into the digital marketing space. And, and, you know, I'll talk a little bit more about that, but it encompasses just about everything that you would do online, you know? So as opposed to your traditional marketing where you're doing offline marketing with print material, billboards, TV ads, and those kinds of things, um, the work that I do primarily lives online in the digital space. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So... Can you kind of give us an overview? You did mention it's not the stuff that you would do um, mm -hmm. offline. What are what does digital marketing actually encompass? And are there different types? What are the different types? If that's a thing, <laughs> yeah. So I would say I would say that digital marketing, like I said, you know, um, entails the use of tools. I call them tools that you would use to. Um, publicize the work that you do, market yourself, um, tell the world about who you are, and what it is that you have to offer online. And mm -hmm. that could mean anything from um, social media marketing to digital ads, to search engine optimization or SEO, um, and you know, managing your website, having a space online that you present your offerings. That's that's essentially what digital marketing encompasses. Mm -hmm. Now, some people will focus on one particular area. Some people focus on multiple areas, like I do. So it 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 all depends on your strengths and uh, what it is that you feel that you can actually bring to your clientele. Yeah, well, you yeah. did. You mentioned digital ads. That's interesting because I remember mm -hmm. digital ads were really really big. A few mm -hmm. years back, they're still big. Yes. But how would a small business use digital ads now? So digital ads, and you'll hear them um, being called, you know, different names because of each platform is different. So, mm -hmm. um, for instance, Google is a, probably the largest player in digital advertising. Uh, you pay-per-click ads. You have. Um, uh, banner ads, you know, that you would see graphically throughout, you know, websites that you visit. Um, and then there is um, social media ads. So Facebook ads, uh, LinkedIn ads, those, those, anything that you would pay for uh, clicks or pay for eyeballs to see your promotion, that's a digital ad. Anything that you would use, you know, it's just monetized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why I ask that is because I think so many small businesses mm -hmm. um, kind of, I don't want to say ignore digital ads, because I know even for myself, sometimes I have to remind myself, okay, you know what, maybe I could, should do this ad here at Facebook, or maybe I should, but you, you kind of forget the digital ads are an option, at least maybe, yeah. maybe not everyone, maybe it's just me, <laughs> Yeah, you know, but you forget the digital ads are an option, especially when you have something like social media and you feel like social media is the end all be all with that being said, I just thought of something here. Mm -hmm. What is your take on social media versus email versus digital? As far so, as, yeah. 
Yeah. So email is also a part of the digital marketing um, mm-hmm. ecosystem is what I would, how I would describe it. And I, each platform, each tool has its place. Okay. Social media um, has become like the end all and be all for everybody, mainly because it's, it's a free service. There are yeah. free services. So a lot of people place a lot of emphasis on this. And I tend to be of the school that um, it depends on the product or service that you're offering. Now, if you're selling um, to a local um, uh, community, if you're providing a service, like for instance, I have one client, they're a window treatment company. They don't do a lot of social media. Mm -hmm. I I took them on as clients early last year, and the focus was on search engine optimization, right? Mm -hmm. And we're now, as they're growing, they're seeing the need to actually put themselves out there even more. And so we're going to pivot into social media soon. So it it all depends on the, the business that you provide, the services that you offer, and who you are. You know, you can benefit uh, from from each of these areas. And one of the things to note also is that it's very important to know where your customers are. Because if your customers are not going to seek you out on social media, if they're not going to be found there, then the effort, your efforts shouldn't be skewed towards social media. Mm. You may want to look at um, having a, a, a good balance. You know, you can have a combination of social media marketing, your website optimization, search engine optimization, and even Google ads, you can have a combination of the three. So it, it, it depends on, on your product, your service, your audience, and knowing your audience is key. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Those are really, really good points. Um, one of the questions I have for you is women, like I mentioned earlier, women in midlife, a lot of times are thinking about changing direction, starting Mm -hmm. a business. Um, What advice do you have for them when it comes to digital marketing? Wow. (laughs) A lot of the, a lot of the people that I actually interact with. And um, even right now, I'm a consultant for, for the local urban league in the county that I live in. And um, my role is, um, a tech advisor, advisory and web um, advisory for these um, people. And um, ma- the majority of the, the people that I've met with over the last three months are women and women mm-hmm. in middle, you know, middle stage of life. And um, they enter for, for a variety of reasons. It, it, you know, one being children are, um, are moving on, they're getting ready for college, or they're already out of the house and they're wanting to do something. Some uh, it, it are, you know, they were in corporate America and they saw the need to actually take what they um, brought to corporate America, what they've learned and so on over years of honing their skills and crafts to more people. They see mm-hmm. where they can actually um, provide a service that will be beneficial to others. And more than anything else, it's the freedom, the freedom to be able to, uh, you know, manage your time the way that you, however you want to um, mm-hmm. provide a service that is based on what you want, what you like, what you have to offer the world and tailor it um, to, to, you know, your liking. 
So there are, there are so many reasons why why women actually at, at this stage of their life would want to consider doing that. Um, I have um, four sisters and we're not all entrepreneurs, you know, mm-hmm. we don't all get the, the entrepreneurial bug. One other sister, the one that I follow, actually did. You know, mm-hmm. she has started uh, several businesses in Jamaica and, uh, you know, so it it's it's. Yeah, it it depends on on you and what you feel like you have to offer. Some people are comfortable just working, you know, the nine to five, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, in terms I hope that of answered your question. Well, <laughs> it does, it does, and at the same time, in terms of with them going out and and, and maybe either starting a new business, a second business, or anything like that, if they want to use digital marketing, marketing, yes. What, what is, what are your suggestions when it comes to that? So with digital marketing, um, first, what I've seen is a lot of fear, a lot of fear over whether or not they, they can do this. Um, starting with having a website, you know, mm-hmm. um, what do I have on my website? What should I include on my website? How do I present myself? Um, secondly, social media, uh, you know, there's trepidation over putting yourself out there, you know, and, um, and being public, uh, you know, our generation, uh, seems to have, you know, a lot of us are hesitant to do that. Um, but digital marketing is, it's, it's a tool just like everything else, uh-huh. you know, the computer replaced, uh, the typewriter, you know, um, AI is, is the next frontier, you know, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's learning how to actually navigate these spaces and, um, digital marketing, all it is, it's, it's imagining your physical storefront being in a digital virtual space. That's, mm. that's it. That's primarily what it is. You're yeah. just doing the same things that you would do offline. You're doing it in a, in a digital space and um, using different tools. That's, that's it. Yeah. Well, are there ways you can, you, do you do it wrong or are there, are there ways people can do digital marketing wrong? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One of them, I would say the first thing is, is not knowing who you're target audience is. Mm. You know, you need to be clear about who it is that you are marketing to. A lot of us, uh, yes, we have a lot of knowledge and experience in whatever, selling widgets or, um, you know, caring for the elderly, whatever, whatever it is that we, we've done for uh, decades, right? And we feel, yeah. yeah, we can put up a shingle and we can do it ourselves. And, um, but we tend to do this thinking that we can serve everybody. Mm. And unfortunately, that's even something that I struggle with, you know, because the services that I offer are wide ranging. They can, I, can, I can work with just about any and everybody. But if you don't know your audience and what their tendencies are, what their uh, likes, dislikes, where they are, how mm. they want to be communicated to, what will actually uh, cause them to respond to you, then that can be a challenge. One yeah. other thing that I see is that oftentimes websites are built, for instance. Your website is your home base. I call it the, the core of your digital marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't own uh, Facebook, you don't own these other platforms. And in essence, 
when you build your website and you forget about it and you run off to that shiny object called social media out there mm -hmm. and you forget about that website that could be actually benefiting you so much, you can actually lose. Number one, you know, Facebook can decide to change our algorithms today. And we've all experienced that over the last few years, you know, mm -hmm. the highs and lows of the algorithm, right? Secondly, mm -hmm. you can get blocked. You can get kicked off of social media. You can lose your account and, and you've, you've put everything into these spaces and ignored the one place, that platform that you own, that's your website. And mm -hmm. that I've seen it happen. I've seen, yep. uh, you know, clients and people have come to me struggling because they've ignored, you know, so it's like a set it and forget it kind of thing. And you mm -hmm. don't want to do that. It's mm -hmm. an investment that you need to um, nurture. And with all the changes in technology, you know, I believe that, you know, your website is the, the is just that core piece of your marketing strategy that needs to be attended to. Don't, yeah. don't do that. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. I remember when um, I was first thinking about doing the podcast, I started with websites because that's what I've always done, like mm -hmm. career wise. Um, for years. So right. I started with a website and I was talking to someone and the, after the first ep couple episodes I put out, I'm still working on my website. And she said to me, you know, now that your podcast is up, you really don't need to do anything with that. Like you should focus <laughs> more on the podcast. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was like, that really doesn't make any sense mm -hmm. because even with my podcast, people are going to want to know, well, what is this about? Mm -hmm. Who is this person? What is, you know, it's not just about mm -hmm. the podcast. If anything, yes. it's more about the website because people, I've had people who found out about the podcast from the website. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. So, yeah. A lot of times people do forget how important websites are. And it's interesting because people go to websites every day. They well, <laughs> exactly. I was just going to say Google is still the number one way that businesses are found. You, yes, you know, um, Gen Z may be using TikTok and, and so on, but people search online, at, at, you know, at a rapid pace every mm -hmm. single day and um, the numbers play out. You know, and that's the that's the other thing is that we don't want to ignore what the data says. Yeah. You know, if you, especially if you're a local um, service based business, you're serving people in your local community. That's what Google is about. Mm -hmm. Google is about serving their customers, you and I, who are searching for a product or service, and um, that they everything they do is geared towards that. So take advantage of it. And yeah. the, the, the key to that is having a website that attracts Google, that functions well, that you maintain and tells your story, you know, mm -hmm. and the story of what it is that you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, can you share three to five ways people can successfully use digital marketing? Oh, most definitely. Um, so digital marketing, um, I'm going to start with first your website because it, mm -hmm. it's at the core of everything, right? But having a website is, is not enough. Anybody can build a website. Mm -hmm. Anybody can throw a website together. Mm -hmm. You need to first start with the messaging. This is where your branding, you know, comes into play. 
what's your what is it that your audience wants to hear from you what is it that you want to share with them how is it going to resonate with them and you start with making sure that the messaging on your website speaks to that it tells mm-hmm. the story of you solving problems for your customer and it doesn't matter whether or not you are selling something or um you are a doctor, you are, um, you know, a cleaning company, whatever, you are solving problems every day. And you need to be able to tell your customers from that through that website that you understand their problem and you have a solution for them. So you start with mm-hmm. your website, making sure that it has the right content on it, you know, content that's, that speaks to them, that um, displays the fact that you are an expert in whatever it is that you do. So you do that with reviews. And this now, my next favorite thing is Google Business Profile. If you are a local um, business in particular, a Google mm-hmm. Business Profile is key to um, you uh, being found in search, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And and it's a free service that um, that allows you to prominently display what people think about you. You know, your customers, you ask them to give you reviews and they tell the world for you how it is that you are doing the work that you do. And uh, us, particularly nowadays, you know, what we're doing is we're not just, you know, selecting the very first business that pops up in our search feed or on social media or when a friend talks to us, we're actually going and we're investigating. And so if you can see, you know, a a company um, showing up in the Google search with 20 five-star reviews, the customers telling, telling the world that, you know what, I got great service, then you take advantage of that. So you want to, you want to do that. You want to ensure that you have a Google business profile. And then you also want to make sure that your website is optimized as well for those Mm. keywords and terms that people are going to search for that's going to help them find that Google business profile and find you in the regular search results. Um, And yes, social media has a role in this. And I always actually start with LinkedIn, believe it or not, Mm. particularly because it's a a professional business platform and um, it's gotten a little bit more noisy, you know, LinkedIn, uh, you know, since the pandemic has actually, um, you know, grown in its reach and um, ability to to help that business out there that's that's trying to get an edge, you know, mm-hmm. and present yourself, you yourself and your company, mm-hmm. and it's also a gateway into social media marketing. I believe now you have the the ability to to test out things on. Um, LinkedIn, learn how the platform works, and they basically all work the same way. And then you can yeah. actually, once you've mastered it, you move on to to another platform, you mm-hmm. know, but don't mm-hmm. think that you have to be on all the platforms doing all the things and posting 10 times a day and that kind of thing. It 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 all comes down to who it is that you serve and what is it that you do. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So yeah, so your website having an optimized website, having a Google business profile, having um, a, a profile on LinkedIn to start. Those are the f- first three things that I would say start. Okay. And, and, and content, content creation, making sure that you are creating content, whether it be video like this or audio or writing a piece of um, 
uh, content on your blog, you know, uh, and doing it consistently. Those are mm-hmm. the, those are the keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, along with digital marketing, you also work with branding. Yes. Um, can you just uh, tell us a little bit about how branding works? Just an overview. Because everybody knows, everybody says, oh, my brand, my brand, my brand. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. are we it's just f- saying it or what is it? What do you yeah. mean you're telling me this? Yeah, it's kind of overplayed. And I'm going to read, <laughs> I'm going to read a, a quote for you, for, for you from a book called um, Zag. Um, it's written by a guy named Marty Neumeyer. He's the, one of the foremost leaders on branding. And he says, a brand is a customer's gut feeling about a product, service, or company. Hmm. So here's the challenge. Now, when we hear brand, we think of a logo, you know, we're thinking your logo is your brand. You know, it's that thing that, you know, um, that I put on everything that I own. So yeah, it's my brand, you know? Um, and also, um, people think if you are on social media and you're getting a lot of activity on social media, you know, you're, you're building a brand. What you're doing is making, making your brand awareness increase Mm. by using these tools. Right. But a brand is essentially what Maya Angelou said. You know, um, it's how you make others feel, you know, what they're going to think about you when you're not in the room. So if someone needs a service, for instance, um, uh, say um, a cleaning service and you are in a, you know, you're in a at a cocktail party or in a room and you're hearing converse, you're overhearing conversation about someone needing a cleaning service. The fact that you know of someone, maybe someone that you've used before or someone you've heard of, you that it's going to come to memory because of whatever experience you had or your friend or family member had. That's mm-hmm. that's what branding is about: is being able to separate yourself from every everything else, everybody else mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, mm, that's um, a good point because, like yeah. you said before, you always hear people mention my logo as my brand. You got to yeah. have that. You got to have your logo. Or social media is your brand. It's like, uh, no, your logo is is a mark that distinguishes you on a shelf on a sea of stuff out there. That's what your logo is. Mm-hmm. Your brand is how you how you actually distinguish yourself from everybody else by, you know, how you um, show up for your customers, uh, the things that you do in your community. You know, those things can actually be ran. The custom, the the company I I just left um, last year. Um, one of the things that they're um, known for, uh, despite the fact that their service, um, they work with uh, people that are in difficult times. So mm-hmm. when you hear flooding, um, water damage, restoration, and those kinds of things, you know, it's a heavy subject. But yeah. what they do a lot is their franchise own is a franchise system, and these franchise owners they're out in their local communities. Mm. They're out in their local communities, and they're making um, themselves known just naturally by helping people. You know, um, volunteering, giving of their service and their time, and so on. And yes, making sure that their logo is present and whatever it is that they do, those kinds of things. But what that does is it helps with recalling 
it helps with recalling, you know, that company that served that neighbor down the street, you know, or um, my next door neighbor told me about this company that she used and they respected their home. They came mm. in and they respected their family and the time and they took the time to care for their needs. Those are the small things that actually influence how others see you, which mm -hmm. results in you branding yourselves in their minds. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, how has digital marketing changed over the last <laughs> 10 years? And if you could also share some predictions, directions where you think it might go in the next, in the near future. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so gonna, I'm dating myself a little bit here, but oh, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I started art school when um, the, at the height, at the peak of the internet, you know, craze. Okay. I started art school just before, or just about when Google actually launched, you know, mm. and that was over 20 years ago. And, um, back then we did, um, websites manually, HTML, you know, mm -hmm. hard coding, you know, and so on. And I saw us go from, um, you know, hard coding to, um, content management systems like, like WordPress and mm -hmm. um, Joomla and, you know, at platforms like that. And then we, we add, we moved into, into this world of social media. Social media has influenced so much of, of what we do, um, whether it be even, and, and not just, and not just social media um, in the, in the typical sense where you're seeing a feed and content and pictures and whatnot, video. Mm -hmm. Video combined with social media has been a game changer for for marketing your your business, and um, I I see I see social media still um, being a big influencer in um, the way that um, we market ourselves. But combined with that, AI mm. AI technology is going to change and it's already started it's going to change the way in which we communicate yeah it's changing the way in which we um, deliver content i mean you can create content now using tools that are so simple um you know everybody knows most people know about chat gpt mm -hmm. and there's google bart or bard mm -hmm. and google um implementing ai in their um in their platform, in their technology now, that's going to be a big game changer. And so what's going to happen, in my opinion, is that um, content creation, unique content creation is going to be the key for you mm -hmm. to be able to set yourself apart from everybody else. Because if you were to just use ChatGPT, for instance, to generate a blog post or create, you know, outlines for your social media posts for a month, mm -hmm. for instance, you're not the only person doing that. Yep. And if you're just copy pasting and not putting your personal spin on things, um, making your brand be known, you know, um, in the content that you create from these tools, mm -hmm. then guess what? You're going to be just like everybody else out there. And so yeah. there's going to be a need to actually figure out how to separate yourself from everybody that's using AI. And so uh, the key is going to be, you know, finding ways of, 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 
of delivering whatever it is that you do uniquely, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, you stand out, you know, if you are that cleaning service, if you are a web designer, if you are a a, a graphic designer, what is it that you're doing um, that's going to set you apart? everybody else that's always been important but it's going to be even more vital now i believe yeah wow so deciding to go into business can be a little scary Mm -hmm. and a little overwhelming yes what (laughs) how do you deal with the scary and overwhelming what advice do you have for women who are thinking about going into business or who may already be in business business. not that long Yes. And those feelings come up. What advice do you have for them? Wow. Yes, we all get them. We all have them. And I think having a good group of people around you, um, you know, a support system. I started a mastermind um, with a group of uh, clients who became friends of mine and um, turned advisors to, um, you know, we meet twice each month mm. and uh, on a Wednesday morning at 7.30 a.m. for an hour, there is a little bit of a process that we go through where we share each other's um, wins over the previous two weeks and mm-hmm. we talk about our goals. You know, what is it that we, we want to accomplish over the coming two weeks? And, um, and I think it has helped over the years, you know, the number of people have changed. There's, you know, some people have moved away, um, you know, stepped away from business. But having that core group of people, you know, with me all these years has actually been very vital because in me helping them, they have helped me as well. And yeah. um, I've I've been vulnerable, I, you know, at times when things are not going as planned and I'm like, okay, where is this going? Did I make a mistake? <laughs> Should I go back to corporate America? And I've had them actually stand by me and, and say, you know, what if you were to think of this? Did you ever think of trying this thing over here? Mm-hmm. Or um, I know of a resource that you can actually use. You know, those are the, those are the people that you want around you. Uh, I think um, having uh, just a group of people that, you know, you can rely on and, and talk with and pick up the phone and call. Um, You don't have to do a mastermind like I did, but, you know, just having a core group of friends or business partners that you can rely on, uh, I I think are a key. Nice. Nice. Do you have a particular story at being a person having your own business where, um, good or bad, Mm -hmm. that kept you on the path or made you realize, you know what, this is exactly where I should be in my life? Um, Actually, right now, I'm experiencing that right now um, with the work that I'm doing with the Urban League. I, I, like I said, I love teaching. I, uh, this is my... um, my heart, my passion. And I think eventually that's where I'll end up. I'll end up, you know, being a a full-time coach or something like that. But Mm -hmm. um, working with now 15 people over the last three months and seeing them, um, you know, get the light bulb moments, you know, when they didn't understand that, you know, um, their website could, improve 
if they were to do this this one little thing. Last yeah. week, actually, I had one um, person who made a small change on the website, and it resulted in her getting a client immediately, wow. immediately just from making that that very small change. Mm -hmm. And I feed off of that. You know, it yeah. makes me feel like yes, what I'm doing is worthwhile. The years of learning, technology is constantly changing, and I'm having to keep up with it. And sometimes it's like. I'm tired, you yeah. know, you know, <laughs> can I really keep doing this? You know, but knowing that I can impart some of what I know to, to someone else, whether it through, whether it be through the service that I provide or in consulting, like I'm doing with urban league, I, mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, I, those, that, that's actually been very impactful um, on me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, well, lastly, do you have, do you, was there a piece of advice that you were given prior to going into business? I know we've been an entrepreneur in and out of entrepreneurship. Was there some piece of key piece of advice that you were given? And would you like to give advice to those out there who are in having their own business or thinking about it? Yeah, I would say, I, I don't know that I got advice before. <laughs> I don't know about the, I can't remember um, if I got any key advice before, mm -hmm. but I do know that there's one client of mine who has become a really great friend. She's a realtor and she always says, Karen, you need to be doing income producing activities. Mm. Ensure that you're not, you know, um, because I have the tendency, I'm a tech geek and I will go off in rabbit trails and, you know, this shiny object over here and I have to get myself back, you know. So my group of my masterminders, they actually help keep me grounded. But there's always that thing in the back of my head that reminds me what, you know, she said to me, you need to make sure that whatever you're doing needs to result in you um, producing income, whether mm. it be a networking um, session that you go to, um, knowing who's going to be in that room and what it is that you want to get out of that meeting. Yeah. Um, and, and this is where the advice I'm giving you the same advice that I, I received, mm -hmm. you know, and that is, you know, um, also, you know, taking on a, a particular project. Uh, some projects uh, are not always viable. You know, I, you know, it's, it's assessing whether or not this project is right for you. I have a note in front of me that says, is this my best? Yes. Mm. And it's my best. Yes. Will my best? Yes. Lead to, you know, um, you know, that income revenue, because that's what we're in business for. We're in business yeah. to, to earn a living. And if we're not, um, if we're wasting time on, on tasks that are not going to produce revenue, then we need to stop and, and make, you know, an adjustment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I would say that that's, that's my advice, you know, ensure that you're um, surrounding yourself with people who um, can support you when you need support and that you are focusing on tasks that will produce income. Yeah. Wow. Income producing. Yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> this has been awesome, awesome conversation. If someone wanted to get in touch with you, how would they go about doing this? Okay. So you can find me, <clears throat> excuse me, everywhere at um, Guiding Brands. So on Instagram, Facebook, um, 
LinkedIn, my company page is Guiding Brands, and my website, guidingbrands.com. I'm also the um, uh, host of the Guiding Brands podcast, um, where I talk to small business owners about everything relating to marketing. You know, um, mm -hmm. it's fairly new. We don't have a lot of episodes out there, but, you know, jump on and, um, you know, give me some feedback and let me know, you know, is it resonating with you? If, if there's a topic that you would like to learn, if there's something about digital marketing that you want to know more about, um, please feel free to reach out to me and you can also email hello at guidingbrands.com. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank, thank you, you, Karen Vick, for being here. This has been a wonderful conversation. I enjoyed having you. And again, thank you for being here, taking time to be with Mature Lore. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you so much. This was fun. Um, thank you for reaching out to me on LinkedIn. You see again, you know, LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy that I accepted your, um, your request. Thank you. Thanks. You're listening to the Mature Allure podcast. I'm your host, Sherry O. If you have a topic in mind that you'd like us to cover on Mature Allure, drop us a note in the comments or share it with us on one of our social media channels. Until the next time, remember, self-love is the key to unlocking the radiant allure that shines from within.